Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Welcome back to Strictly Hip Hop, episode 47. I mean, I mean that's not counting the local artist series, so we're somewhere in the 50s now. So, anyways, Strictly Hip Hop, I'm your host, Chris Platty, as always, on Twitter, at RealChrisPlatty. You can find all of my content there, links to all my content, both Podbean and iTunes, as well, um, which has my hip hop podcast and my NBA podcast. Quick plug, but now let's get into the project. So, we are reviewing... Super slimy, and joining me, the the, hence the we is my man and fan favorite on the pod, Will Gill. Will, how you doing, man? Man, I'm feeling good. Shout out to uh, all the fans out there that uh think I'm the favorite. I appreciate y'all, and uh, I'm always excited to come on Strictly Hip Hop and talk uh talk this music, man. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, no problem. And that is Will Gill of Hip Hop Review Podcast. So, Will, why don't you just real quick plug that shit because that's that's dope. I've been on it a few times. It's really dope. Tell them about it. Tell them what it is. Yeah. All right. Uh. I'm from Hip Hop Review Podcast. Uh, the the name is self-explanatory. We <laughs> review hip hop albums. Uh, we try to keep things real light. Uh, we kind of have like a fun podcast. We're not going crazy in depth. We just kind of hang, talk about music. So if you want to check that out, uh, just search Hip Hop Review Podcast at all your uh, podcast spots. And then uh, if you guys want to hit us up on Twitter, you can find us at hhr underscore pod. And um, we team follow back. So if you rock with us, we rock with you. And uh, let's get into this album, man. Yeah, man. There it is. The mumble rap of Hip Hop Review Podcast. <laughs> no, <I'm> just <laughs> Very man. easy to like. Yeah. All right, man. Uh, let's, let's jump into this. So Super Slimy. So some quick background information. Uh, Young Thug and Future Collaboration. Uh, Super comes from the nickname Super Future and Slimy is um, Young Thug has his slime season uh, stuff that he makes, his mixtapes. So anyways, these two artists come from Atlanta. Um, this project was a total surprise, dropped kind of out of nowhere. And it features pretty much anyone who follows Young Thug or Future. Yeah, I mean, all the names are here. Southside, 808 Mafia, Wheezy, others, like pretty much all the people they frequently um, work with. And so interestingly enough, there is only one sample used in the whole uh, entire project, and that is... Um, a sample used on the song Mink Flow. I forget the name of the sample at the time, but um, but Mink Flow has has the only sample on the album. Uh, the album had some pretty good success. It debuted at number two on the Billboard with 75 album units. Uh, that's what streaming 
only 15,000 were pure sales um and and after after the quick after the strong start debuting number two it dropped very quickly um so it didn't sustain um longevity on the billboard but uh but it was it was very successful in its first week uh very average critical review scores receiving mostly six and sevens from uh publications like hot new hip-hop um so a very very mediocre very mediocre review scores from the from the critic it's not actually on metacritic so i don't know the average score but um just kind of going off the publications i found so let's jump into it uh will if you don't mind i'll take the lead on this just because i think i think it's always good to start with the intro track um you know, you know me, Will Gill. We've done, we've been on many pods there. You know that usually you could count on, you could count on the intro track usually being one of my tracks to talk about. So, um, <laughs> let's jump in. Do your thing, man. Yeah, let's, let's <laughs> jump into, let's jump into no cap. All right. So, uh, to me, this is a strong intro. I think it's their best chemistry on the whole project. Um, love the way Thug comes in. And basically, it's just a super duper flex song about how there's no cap on what they can spend because they're just ballers like that. They're just, you know, they're they're living that life. They got that money, you know. Some it is exactly what you'd expect from a future Young Thug song right out the gate. Very strong, uh, very strong instrumental. Uh, and I feel like this record is the record they put the most effort into on the whole project. Uh, that's something that maybe maybe you want to debate, but. To me, I just thought it was a I just thought it was a great intro, and I think it was as far as chemistry wise, it was their best performance. And I also think that lyrically, it was among their best performance on the whole project. Will, how were you feeling when you first heard the No Cap? Yeah, uh, I definitely agree with you that uh, No Cap definitely sounds like they were going to be like this. Going to be the song that we lead our album with. Yeah, this might be the song we kind of lead as a single with. So let's try the hardest on this one, especially on Young Thug's side, where I felt like a lot of Young Thug verses were kind of phoned in for uh, the, some of these collab songs. I felt like this was one of the better Young Thug verses on there. So kind of just makes the song feel a little bit more fuller. Yeah, and not to complicate things, but uh, the song just flat out slaps. Yeah. You know, beats banging. <laughs> And uh, and it's one of the few like because a young thug showed up on this track. It's one of the few songs where I felt both artists were equally dope on the record, mm-hmm. and then so that really helps flesh out the song. And it's a real easy listen. Just right when you uh, enter the album, it's giving you exactly what you expect. And uh, there's no cap to that record. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I like how you ended that. And yeah, you're right. It's exactly <laughs> what you'd expect. I mean, it's future flexing. And also, you know, it wouldn't be a future flex verse without some R&B reference, like some about yeah. some R&B bitch. I don't know what his fascination is. I mean, I think it. I mean, I think we we all really know what it is with Sierra. But yeah. you know, at mm-hmm. the at the end of the day, like Future's just gotta Future's really got a thing for R&B chicks. Like he talks about them on every record. That shit's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, that is true. Now that I think about it. <laughs> All right, man. I'll toss it to you. Um, what do you want to What do you want to jump into next? What's a track that you want to yeah, jump into? Yeah, man. Uh, you're, if you guys are listening to like this album on um, on Apple Music, you see No Cap got a nice little star next to it. It's one of the highlight records that uh, Young Thug and uh, Future chose. <laughs> and I'm gonna pick another one of the records that got that nice little star next to it. And I'm gonna go into track uh, track All the Smoke, uh, track number three. 
And then, uh, man, right when this record starts off, I feel like it's super dramatic. It literally takes like 30 seconds before the beat to really start. And when it does, you jump straight into a future verse, and it's one of the future's strongest verses on the album. He says, uh, Doshi, Roly, Holy, Moly, No Days Off. Pyrex, cook it up. Kyrie, trade you off. It's like ear catching bars. Flow, flow is just wet. And uh, and then Future's verse is just, you know, it's it's pretty much flawless, especially for a Future verse. And like, uh, speaking of ear catching, that's what we get with this hook. Uh, we want all the smoke. We want all the smoke. It's very easy to sing along. I feel, I wish, I wish either Future or Young Thug was beefing with Drake <laughs> just so we could be like, so we could talk meta about the song and be like, "Is uh, we want all the smoke a, a shot at Drake?" Yeah. But we know the collab is together, so that takes all that little fun out of it. But again, strongest uh, hook on the album. Young Thug's verse was just okay, but off the strength of the future uh, verse, off the strength of the instrumental, off the strength of the hook, definitely one of the best songs on the uh, on the album. And I would say track three, "Come Get All the Smoke." How you feel about it, Platty? All right, so I, I interestingly enough think we have difference of opinions on this song. Um, oh, really? To me, I I agree with you. Future had some hard bars. Um, probably, again for this for this project, probably one of his better verses. So I'm with you on that. But I don't like I don't like Thug on on the hook. And to me, this whole song is I wouldn't call it terrible, but to me, it's forgettable and plain. Um, everything about it, the instrumental, um, the instrumental to me is pretty plain. It, you know, you kind of said there's a dramatic start to it, but to me, it just, I mean, this is just to me, like the definition of a filler track. There's nothing really. The only thing I remember about this song is how much I don't like the hook and, uh, the future, the future bar about Kyrie. Cause that was a cold bar. Yeah. <laughs> but well, that, with well, well, okay, man. Just go ahead and never invite me back on your podcast, all right? Unsubscribe <laughs> <laughs> no. to Hip Hop Review. I'll follow on Twitter. I had enough. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. but, all right, yeah. Uh, agree to disagree. Agree to disagree. All right, man. Hey, you know what? I think... You know, that's the one thing I get about our about our podcast is y'all agree too much. I'm like, well, we're the two smartest. Like, what you want me to ex- what you want me to say? <laughs> yeah, word, <laughs> but, word, uh, word. But no, um, all right, man. So I'll jump into I'll jump into uh, for the for the gang. So this was one of the only verses, and I shouldn't say only because there are a few, but I would say it's probably I would say probably on this whole project. There's there's not that many verses that hold my attention, and, and a lot of them blend together and just kind of are filler. Um, but this one is one that stands out. Future uh, talks about the passing of his engineer Seth, um, some dead homies, but you know still finds a way to be Future and has those flex bars. Uh, you know Future is really good at that. I like um, I like how Future can flip the emotion of a song very well. Um, he can kind of, he can kind of, he did it, uh, one of the songs he did it on very well was, uh, that major key song with Bryson Tiller. I liked that verse, um, even though it didn't make a lot of sense. I liked his, he, he just, it showed his ability to kind of be writing songs and he'll have, he'll have his future flex mode and then he can switch it and just talk about some, and then just talk about some deeper, deeper shit. And I like when future does that. I like when future kind of plays with the verse and plays with the instrumental, um, 
I would have loved to have seen Thug on this track um, to see what he had to say. Uh, I would have loved to have seen how he played off of Future's verse um, because I just loved, again, I loved this this Future verse on here. So that, that to me is really all I want to say about For The Gang. I'll toss it to you if you have any opinions you want to add. Yeah, man, uh, I agree with you. I really like what Future is doing uh, vocally on the track, just like the way his uh, voice sounds is really doing a lot. And then uh, for the gang, man, it's just a classic street trap record. It's a song for a group of like 10 dudes to show each other like how much they love each other. You know, it's like hashtag yeah. everything I do is for the gang gang. And yeah. <laughs> um, and I would, but I would disagree with you. I think uh for the gang, if that has a, a Young Thug verse on there, it like with Young Thug, he's just so specific with like his songwriting's just kind of everywhere. Uh, what he does with like his vocal tones to the record, I think it will completely kind of take the song off its tracks that it's on. And then uh, I feel like Young Thug verse on that record would kind of uh, kill it, just because it seems like Young Thug isn't taking none of these verses super seriously on this album. So for an emotional song like For The Gang, I don't think Young Thug could really add anything to it for uh, his performance that he's shown on the rest of this album. Yeah, I think you're 100% right on that point. But again, this is me wanting to see Thug push the boundaries, yeah, wanting to work. see Thug step outside the box. But yeah, you're right. Like if if we're if we're being if we're being realist here, if we put Thug on the song, I do think that it's not it, it loses a lot of its momentum from future. Um just because like you said, Thug is kind of sporadic with his writing and um and, and again just didn't put a lot of effort I think into this whole project. So I'm with you on that would be the realistic outcome. But I'm just saying yeah. I wanted to see, I wanted to see if Thug could kind of do that and mm. and if he would kind of challenge himself um, and challenge his writing to play off Future's lyrics. Keep dreaming, Chris Platty. Keep dreaming. Cause I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna hop into one of my favorite records. Is uh, funny enough, another uh, just a solo Future record, and it's a uh, Feed Me Dope. Um, okay. Track track number seven, and then to me, this is just a quintessential trap record. It has all the essentials. It has a relentless 808, just banging uh, drug based music. It's pretty much Future's music. It's large. It has a yellow long hook. Phoebe, dope. It's like, you know, yeah. you if you in the club, especially like it's made for if you have bottle service and you, you really feeling yourself, that's what the hook is here for. Uh, it's so strong and kind of lengthy that it kind of takes over the whole record. And uh, it has just one verse from Future on this song. And then that's all you really need because, you know, Future, he's just going to hit you with that. He needs that molly. He needs that drink, and he needs that wrist to be rocky. <laughs> and so uh, you get all the uh, uh, trap essentials from Future. It's just a flushed out Future record, Femi Dope, track number seven. If you like Future, you don't like that record. Yeah, again, doesn't make sense on the album because Where the Hell is Thug? Another one of those songs. Um, uh, but I agree. This is this is again a, a song that fits Future, um, and I would say I would even go out to say it's one of his best performances on the project. Um, sounds like you said right in Future's pocket. That kind of dark, heavy bass, um, and and this this record to me sounds like a B side from his self titled album Future. Like yeah. I would be like, how much would you be willing to bet that this is just a record that Future had in the vault? that he was making during Future and decided to throw us on here. 
Yeah, I'm convinced all four solo songs are in the vault, just added to oh, yeah. kind of lengthen out this uh, album. Yeah, I would, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. And so, yeah, I just think um, this is dope. You're right. It's it's a dope club record. Um, it's it's a it's a dope future. It's a dope future record. But I mean, even for future though, this isn't a record that stands out. Like if I, that's the thing I started to think of is. I kind of started to take it out of the context of this project, and I started to put it in the context of of just an average future album. And this feels like it's it's a song that would that would like that is kind of trying to be uh, trying to be popular, trying to go for that club, but just it, it's missing it's missing something to really be like you know uh, on the charts hit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it sounds like yeah. Well, I, was I was gonna, gonna say, say it sounds, go ahead. Go ahead. My bad. All right, oh, okay. I was going to say real quick that the um I think what the reason why it's on this album is because Future couldn't figure out what he wanted to do with the hook. It's just it's like the Femi dope part is uh it's just so dope and like every time it comes on yeah. it really like pulls you in, but the hook is so damn long. It's like even the hook starts it sounds like a verse. Oh, she do be oldie 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 oldie. Femi dope. <laughs> and you know, and it's kind of hard to get into the record, but it's dope. And so like uh yeah. And so I think he's trying to kind of find a balance of like having like that ear catching intro of the of the chorus with the uh, the strong moments of the feed me dope. And he couldn't never figure out a way to make both things happen on one song. So he just instead of uh, he wants to do something with it. So it's on this album and it's just kind of like it's there. He didn't know what to do with it. And so it's here. And that's why it's just two chorus, one verse. The song's over, you know. Exactly, exactly. All right, so I'm going to jump into my last track that I want to talk about, and that is Group Home to play off Future. Um, what the fuck is up with Future's voice? Like, is this strep throat? Is this like, or is this just like, or is this intentional? <laughs> um, he has he has this one line that sounds like it's punched in. Um, I, I can't remember it offhand. I thought I wrote it down, but I didn't. But, like, the whole verse just sounds like it's like Future's, Future's throat is like, has been... You know, not to make a terrible joke, but but like a DOC, like it sounds like that, and and so um and, and and then there's just this one random line that sounds like a normal future like vocal, and it's just weird. So like that seemed to be like it was obviously punched in, or future, or look, future's just way more diverse vocally than I give him credit for. So um, I don't know. I'll give you the benefit of the doubt, future, because I wasn't in the studio. Um, but I fuck with the future. I fuck with. Um, I I I I don't know. I didn't know how I felt at first about his voice, but I it, it grew on me. Um, it was kind of it, it's kind of interesting. It's kind of very moody. Um, and and as far as the content in the verse, I fuck with. I fuck with future's verse on this record. So, yeah, group home to me is probably one of the better songs I think on this project. Uh, maybe. I don't know. It's probably it's probably top half at least for me. I don't know how you feel about Group Home. Yeah, I would say Group Home is top half. I think what's stopping Group Home from like being a very good record again is the same thing when you brought up. Uh, uh, what was the future song you brought up earlier? Uh, damn, what was it? I just I just forgot. oh for the um, gang for the for yeah the for gang. the gang yeah. It's just where it's like we have a. Uh, uh, a future that's trying to wear his emotions on his sleeve. I think that's why we get the the voice on Group Home. Vontae the Pro also said it sounded like he's sick, 
But uh, I, I think I think man, it's like it's he's trying to be he's trying to be vocally like he's trying to have a large range with the, his sound sonically with his voice. So he's yeah. trying to I think he's trying to pull out the I'm a gangster, but I'm sad, you know. <laughs> and that's what kind of what young what, uh, future is going for. And I think what's holding the record back from feeling kind of like special and flushed out is again it's just Young Thug just voc vocally. He takes the song to another direction, and he's talking about. I, I believe he was talking about Women Crush Wednesdays, and his back yeah. hurts from like you know gambling. Like I know he's talking about gambling on the streets, but it, when it comes out of Young Thug, it just kind of sounds a little silly, sporadic, and it kind of takes away the momentum that Future was kind of setting up on that song. I'm with you, hundred percent, hundred percent. So we agreed on most of the stuff so far. I know you got one more record. Let's see if we let's see if we disagree on this one. All right, and then uh, this one, man, I feel like, I, I'm going to say this. I'm a Young Thug fan. It might not sound like it because, you know, I've been saying, like, he's just very sporadic on this uh, album, but I think that's just on this album. So I want to bring out a, uh, bring up this track just to be like, you know, Young Thug did show up here, too. This is also a Young Thug uh, project. And then, uh, so I'll bring no. up. No, no, don't, don't tell me you like this song. Please don't tell me you like this song. And I'm gonna jump into track number eleven, Kill Before. No. <laughs> uh, hear me out, Platy. Hear me out. As soon as this All record right, opens up, you get the guitar, and then the beat just kind of feels like a breath of fresh air. Like around all these dark trap, eight oh eight driven beats, and then you get this song, and it, it's like with this sound, and it's like this instrument. This is just the instrumental alone to me feels like it's giving me that break I kind of needed. Like uh, to get through this album because like so much of it instrumentally sounds pretty similar, has the same tone. So this song, just because it gives me something different, will always stand out. And my favorite thing about this record, it's like it's kind of hard to label. It's not really hip hop. It's not really pop. It's 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 hard to put a genre title on it. And I appreciate the record for doing that. And I just think what makes the uh the song just really stand out is the hook. I think it was super ill the way he was, uh, how he set up his uh, hook with the stretch, stretch and stop flow. Like he was going like, stretch, stop. You know, like it, it really like, that's that's something you don't hear on a lot of records. And the bent like centerfold bar catches your ear every time. Don't act like it didn't catch your ear, Platy. And uh, it draws you into the song Not every time. <laughs> and, and then uh, just for the fact that it's being different uh, and it helps me get through this album, uh, Kill Before, I think it stands out. Uh, if you're not feeling like these dark 808 sounds, take take a listen to track 11, Kill Before. Uh, it's a very Young Thug song. Listen, if you want to torture yourself, listen to Kill Before. I think I'll translate. <laughs> that's, that's what you really try to say. No, man, I hate this hook. I hate the melody. You don't like Never the straight stop. <laughs> no, he just needs to stop. That's what he needs to do. Like, I'm never returning to this song. Worst song on the project, in my opinion. Can't stand it. I, I understand where you're coming from, though, the whole break. Like, yes, it's sonically way different. And it is, and you're right. Like, I couldn't classify it. Like, it's got elements of, like, it's got elements of like pop. It's got elements of of hip hop. It's got elements of like country almost. Like yeah, this two thousand yeah, this two thousand seventeen yeah. modern day opera dog. It you sounds know? like <laughs> a Post Malone song, and if it sounds like a Post Malone song, I'm cool on it. So, it's probably a hit. Um, yeah, but it, but I'm also cool on it though. 
So, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't rock with posts. Um, everyone who listens to my podcast knows that. Um, but anyways, yeah, this song is just not for me. Like, I think it, I personally think it's trash, but I can see why, I can see why people like it. And, and you're right. Like, it totally is something that shakes you up. Um, and if you're listening to this album in, in its entirety and, um, you know, it shakes me up in a bad way. Maybe it shakes up other people in a good way. But yeah, I just, I think the, I think it's so, and, and I'm a Thug fan too. And I get like that some people will call him whiny and stuff and I can, and, but I like Young Thug's vocals, like mostly, but this song is one of the songs, I think it's because of the guitar that it sounds so whiny. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, oh my God, I, 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 I can't stand this song. I can't believe is this one of your favorites? That would be a yes. <laughs> ah, damn. That would be a yes, Platty. Ah. To me, uh, to me, this is if there's one one of two songs I go back to listen to, this is one of the two. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, you can't. You can't always be right, Will. It's yeah. okay. Yeah. Well, we'll maybe when we <laughs> get to kidding. like what we uh, feel about our general thoughts of the album and like what we grade it. Maybe things would be yeah. flushed out a little more, you know. But uh, uh, this record is definitely a break. Give it a listen and tell Chris Platty he's wrong. Uh, <laughs> you guys know his handle, and if you can't spell uh, real, don't follow. <laughs> there you go. There you go, my <laughs> man. All right. Um, you ready to jump into overall thoughts and rating? Yeah, yeah definitely, definitely. All right. So um, I will then uh, – I'll take the lead on this then. Um, so I'm giving it a 5 out of 10. And a lot of the reasons I've already stated, but just to kind of put it all in one in one section, um, Thug and Future to me have almost no chemistry. Um, quite a few songs on this project are short, and they feel very plain. Um, and there's there's definitely not. I mean, outside of the song that you just brought up, killed before. Um, there, to me, there's a lack of artistic risk on the project, and that's something I expect from Thug. And even I've grown to expect from Future. I mean, because, I mean, you talk about just how different the albums Future and Hendrix are, that Future can, and, and he had that uh, collab pop song with Taylor Swift. Like, Future is diver- is a diverse artist and will diversify his sound. Um, and, again, Young Thug is all about diversity. So um, I was very underwhelmed by the, by the lack of artistic risk or diversity on the project. Uh, there's, like... I think four songs where there's only either Future or Thug, and um, that to me is a sign, like you said, that they're just trying to fill out the project. Um, most of the instrumentals to me very plain. Sounds like pretty much all of these songs are B-sides put out for a cash grab. Um, Thug, Thug comes through very charismatic and um, and sometimes um, outshines Future or or it'll do the opposite, and he'll totally take away from everything Future brings to the record. Um, so it's very, it's it's very very. Um, it, it, it's 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 not a good it's not a good collaboration. It's not as good as I had hoped it to be. I think that if these two did lock in together and really were focused on making an actual album, uh, not a cash grab, I think that this could be a dope project. Um, just because I think that both artists are very diverse. Um, and I believe that Future has um, far better performance on this project, in my opinion. Uh, Thug's energy does, though, however, kind of spark interest in a lot of these songs. 
Um, and mm-hmm. it, it does kind of, like you said, Will Gill, like it kind of catches, like he does, he does, regardless of if you like him or not, he will catch your ear on a lot of these records just because he kind of, he kind of starts all his verses and all his, like, every time he comes into a song kind of gives you like a little jolt, a little shock. And then, and then, you, um, cause he's just so different from future. So, um, that was the only thing that was kind of interesting to me, but yeah. Five out of ten, one of the worst projects I've reviewed this year. I think it's. I think this is the second worst project I've reviewed this year as far as rating goes. Um, Will Gill, are you as down on this project as I am? Yeah, I definitely am. Uh, I don't know what a D plus correlates to uh, numbers wise, but I think that's what I'll give it. I'll and, give you. Uh, a, that's like a six five. Yeah, yeah. So six five. So we're around the same range. And yeah, man, this uh, this album just sounds like it's a. Uh, it's a one thought album, like literally, uh, especially Thug, man. It seemed like everything he was doing on their collab songs, where it's just like whatever the first thing came to his mind was, is what he said. And like he never tried to improve anything. He never tried to make any of his verses better. Uh, he never tried on any of these hooks, really. Uh, hands down, like the best moment on this album is track number six, Pedic Water, which we don't we didn't even talk about because the song's not special. But, but what yeah. makes that moment that I'm talking about so good is that the best moment of this album is Future doing a, a hook and Young Thug going do 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 over it. And yeah. it's like, that's the only kind of like life I've ever felt from this al- album. Yeah. And the only time I really got that life was when they were working together was when, um, was when uh, Young Thug was doing ad libs for Future, and that's how low the bar was for them uh, collabing together. They, uh, I used to think Young Thug and Future made similar music until they made this uh, album together, and I realized they are completely different. <laughs> it's like it's like it's seriously water and oil. It's like every time they are on the tracks together, it just feels off. It's just vocally, it's just off. Yeah. And then um, I would say, and then just the fact that. This song, this album is only 13 songs, and then again, they had four solo songs, two future songs that we both touched on, and two Young Thug songs, and um, and I would say replayability wise, the best four, the best songs were pretty much the four solo songs, and that's how like little chemistry did they have together on the regular songs they had together. I felt future uh, on the collab songs were was bringing a little bit more effort than Young Thug did. So I appreciate that from Future. It, uh, a lot of Future verses felt to me like he was trying to write a love letter to like the trap. Uh, it was a little <laughs> bit more emotional. It was like moody. Uh, and then yeah. I felt like uh, Future was a dark purple and then uh, and Young Thug was just like these like bright neon colors and they could just never figure out a way to like kind of make a painting together on this album. And then, and then you could just kind of tell by listening that they didn't try too hard neither. They just threw some paint on the canvas and they gave us this. And uh, yeah, man, D plus, uh, they tried. That's all I could say. I fuck with the analogy. I fuck with the painting analogy. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right, so so I want you to kind of bounce off one thing I said. Um, one of the things I said is I think that this album could be better if they if they well I mean I think that's an understatement saying that it'd be better if they gave more effort because that's just kind of a fact that I would I would assume by the lack yeah. of effort that was given and, on this project. But and that's a fact think, of life, boys. If you guys want to uh, put out something better, try harder. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Wise words from Will Gill. Um, do you? <laughs> Do you think that these two could make a a a dope 
um, a dope collab album? Do you think they have it in them? Or do you think, because like you said, it's a lot of oil and water on this project, but I feel like there's just so such diverse artists that they could find something that works. Um, yeah. I don't know. Do you? I think same? I think if they would have to do it like it would have to be like uh, feature heavy like it just can't be those two like uh, like I talked talked about on like Pedic Water like having Offset yeah. there kind of like help them raise their bars like on their verses on that song right and then uh, I feel like because like where they're at vocally it's like Future sounds like the streets and Young Thug sounds like he wants to be a pop artist that it's like there's a big gap between their their voices and where their the beat selections that they use and the way they take those beats are right now seem to be in two completely different directions and so they would really have to carve out enough time for them to uh, make a special album that I don't feel like they have enough time to invest in and so like i just don't ever see a great collab from these two coming out on a full-length project just because it's just too time consuming to work on uh fleshing out a full good body of work from both of them collabing together and they would need extra help from features to kind of break up the monotony of their two sounds interesting um so give me give me a few of your favorites and then we'll and then we'll get out of here yeah, for uh for me, I just go with the uh the the solo tracks, Cruise Ship by Young Thug, Kill Before, great record. Check that out. Don't listen to this guy Chris Platty. I know you trust him because you listen to his podcast, but uh check out Kill Before. And, and then try I'll to, go try to turn my fans against me. <laughs> I am the Trojan horse. And then uh <laughs> and then uh check number Hip-hop seven. Review podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And then, so uh, that, uh, Phoebe Dope by Future, uh, For the Game by Future, their four solo tracks are just them being themselves, so it works. Pedic Water and All the Smoke, No Cap. And I feel like that's kind of like the highlights, even though the highlights aren't very bright. What about you? <laughs> um, I got three favorites, uh, No Cap, Patek Water, and For the Gang. Um, those, are, those are my three favorites on there, um, with the honorable mention to Phoebe Dope. So you could tell that I definitely heavily fucked with the future side of, of the of the album. Um, and you're right, Patek Water, I didn't want to bring that up because I picked No Cap. And I was like, I'm not going to pick like the two like biggest songs on here. Yeah, I went, I went through the, the same. I yeah. went through the same selection issue. <laughs> yeah, and so I was like, so I was like, okay, I'm, I'm just not going to pick that one. But yeah, it's it's a it's a dope record that those those three to f- four songs are I can confidently say, though, are the only songs that I'm going to um, return to, if I even do. I, I know I'll return to No Cap and Patek Water, but outside of that, I don't know if I'm returning to anything else on this project. Yeah, sounds good. And uh, like I said, give Kill before a listen, y'all. <laughs> All right, well, Gil, um, go, ahead and, go ahead and do the full plug. I know you kind of started with a little bit of plug, but give them, give them the full plug since you're trying to steal my fans. Let them know where they can find supposedly the better content. All right. So if you go, if you guys go listen to Kill Before and you be like, damn, this shit was fire. What the fuck is Platty talking about? Come over to Hip Hop Review Podcast. (laughs) 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 No, but for real, uh, you guys got the spill early. Hip Hop Review Podcast. Just search us if you guys want to find us on Twitter. HHR underscore pod. And uh, we fuck with Platty. He's super heavy. Uh, he's he's on there uh, pretty much at our end of year review and like sporadic reviews here and there. So uh, come check us out and uh, 
rock out with your boys. And thank you for having yeah. me on, Platy. No problem, man. And I and just to check, just to check, I do still have the most features on your pod, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh you yeah. Know, I, yeah. Oh yeah. I'm not losing that title. They ain't no uh, hip hop review podcast with no without a uh, strictly hip hop. That's for sure. <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up, man. Um, shout out to shout out to the hip hop review podcast. Shout out Vante the Pro, who's not here. The other half. Um, I got to get him on for a solo review because I've been yeah. showing I've been showing Lil Gil too much love. I need to show yeah. I need to show the other side. OVO Vante. Um, yeah, he's a he's a I unicorn man. Vante. So if if you can find him. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Well, um, everyone, if you're fans of the Hip Hop Review Podcast and you're checking out Will Gill's behalf, I thank you. Um, Will Gill is uh, one of the first Hip Hop Review Podcasts I ever found. And uh, one of the first Hip Hop Podcasts, I should say, I ever found. So I've been fucking with them for a long time. Um, they, they make dope content. And um, thank you for checking out my podcast. I have uh, Strictly Hip Hop, which is my hip hop podcast. And I have Strictly M- uh, Strictly Hoop Talk, which is my NBA podcast. And that one, obviously, just talking about stuff that's going on in the NBA. I've had former NBA players on there, um, some analysts that cover some teams, um, some experts, uh, really dope stuff over there. And for the hip-hop podcast, um, I am partnered with Dead End Hip Hop, so shout out my partners, Dead End Hip Hop. Um, they, they are really dope. I've had BZ, I've had Ken on the podcast a few times. Um, Hoping to get hoping to get Mike and FIFO on the podcast soon, um, and and I just have a wide range of guests. I have guys like Will Gill. I have guys like uh, Ken. I have my I got Kalo who I need to get on a podcast again. So there's a That's there's the a homie. wide wide range. Yep, a wide wide range of podcast uh, of guests on the, on the Hip Hop Review podcast, and so um, you can find all my content if you want to check it out on twitter and that's at real chris platty once again that's c-h-r-i-s-p-l-a-t-t-e if you don't know how to spell real don't follow and um you can find a link in my bio to my Podbean and um a link on my um pin tweet to my itunes so whichever whichever method you prefer to listen to my podcast um i appreciate it uh if you're on itunes please 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 write a review that's a big thing it helps me out a great deal it helps really grow the podcast, really get my name out there, um, even just one little rating. Um, right now, I have a perfect five star, so don't be that dick that ruins it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so um, thank you, everyone, for listening. I appreciate it. This is Super Slimy, and this is Chris Platty and Will Gill. Thanks for listening. Peace. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. 
Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.